What's going on, people? Welcome to the Straight Out the Den podcast. I'm your host, last name Good, uh, and we have um, this is two time, second time. This yeah. is the second time, second time in the den. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it has. been a while, man. It's like um, last one might have been 2015. It's been that long. Yeah, that's when I first got down here. Wow. So we looking at three years, going on four years. Yeah. If you don't recognize the voice, I'll just give you the ad lib. Uh, <laughs> Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, hold on, what's the area code? Is it 743? No, 817, all that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to Deputy to the podcast. How you doing, bro? Man, thank you for having me, bro. This has mm-hmm. been a long time coming. Absolutely, man, absolutely. So, um, we, we, what you guys didn't see is, um, before we got started, I may have took about 15 minutes trying to figure out some cable situations, <laughs> only to find out that uh, one of the microphone cables is no longer working. <laughs> if you would, had a, 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 this was the perfect time to have like a behind the scenes camera because I legitimately went through like three or four cables right. without going through the microphone cable, which was the most obvious, you know, issue, but... <laughs> We're here. We're here, we're man. Here. We got it, man. Yeah, yeah, we're here. So, man, how you doing, bro? How you doing? Man, bro, I'm doing good. I'm blessed, man. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, like I was telling you off camera, just, well, off mic, uh, you know, getting things together for DM Music Fest, man. So, uh, yeah. we're right around the corner from that. Yes, sir. And um, Who are you most excited to see, if you don't mind me asking, um, performing-wise? I'll tell you. two. There's two groups that I, I would love, and I'm, I'm excluding Paid in America. Okay. I'm paid in America. But there's two people. I, I've um, I want to see Basehead Jazz. Mm-hmm. They're from Mobile, Alabama. Okay. And um, I just I just like what they've been doing organically, like seeing stuff here and there. And I, I can't wait to see them uh, specifically perform. Um, I'm also like looking forward to Big Sun mm-hmm. and Red Coat the Poet. Like that's gonna be hard. And the reason why I'm looking forward to them performing is because. I know both of them were like, you know, I met Red Coat years ago. Yeah, and I remember him too from the yeah. Pag Lounge. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's been a while, man. And just to see his growth and him being with Big Sun and mm-hmm. the fact that they came together to do music, I was yeah. like, okay, that's going to be dope. And, and the, everything they put out so far is has been good. And so I can't wait to see them perform. I've seen them both perform separately. separately yeah. And I know the energy they both have. Mm-hmm. So to come together, that's, that's going to be dope. Yeah. That's going to be dope. Mm hmm. But yeah, other than that, paid in America, man. I'm I'm super excited <laughs> about this group. Uh, I know they have some things in store. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, I, I think it's you know. I, well, I don't think I know it's gonna be a a good show mm-hmm. and um a good fest. But it's a dope lineup, and we got the open cipher mm-hmm. kicking things off at, at uh doors open up at seven, and the um open cypher will be at seven and we got a few guest producers that's nice. gonna be playing instrumentals for about an hour and a half nice. bro so it's gonna be super dope so that's hard mcs y'all pull up please y'all say y'all got bars i oh. want y'all i want y'all to be discovered at damn music fest <laughs> um but you know speaking of discovery I, I can't help but go back into the story right i want to bring people up to speed so okay i saw you for the first time and we talked about this on the first episode right but right. we're gonna talk about it again yes sir the first time i saw you well, shout out to the homie Mike Sick. Mike Sick, what um, up? He was having the was the bar exam. Was bar, the bar exam, yes, sir. And oddly enough, um, I believe Coop was performing that same he night. Was. Um, and you perform, you perform the record that to this day, every time I hear it, I have to call my mom immediately <laughs> afterwards. And just like, okay, yeah, Jay, you tripping? Call your mom. Um, and, and now, fast forward. We're here, and there's a new project out. Yes, El- Illinois? Yes, sir. El- El- Illinois? How El- you, how? Eleanor. Eleanor. Yes, okay, sir. Eleanor. Okay. So what, what's the – what's the because I don't want to just spend all the time about the project. I really want to catch up with okay, you. Okay, for sure, for sure. Um, give us, like, what what does that title mean exactly in, in relation to the project? Um, the title, Eleanor, um, it's actually a street. Okay. I'm from um, back in Fort Worth on the north side. Mm. Um, it's where I was born, grew up at. Um, gotcha. Even when we moved out of that house and moved to a, like a, another side of Fort Worth, my aunt um, and her son stayed there. Then after mm. she uh, after she passed, my uncle moved in the house. You know what I mean? So it was a house that just got passed down. Gotcha. Um, that whole area was just like, um, it's just important because the next street over, my aunt and uncle, they stayed. 
they stayed over there for for I don't know how many years. Mm. We always had the family reunions over there. So <laughs> so yeah, Eleanor is um yeah, it's an important title. That's dope, man. Just I, I hear those stories, right? And it 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 makes me think like taking stuff taking it back to your youth and mm-hmm. stuff that's super important to you. And maybe at the time you didn't realize it, but now as a grown man, you see those things kind of shape your life, right? Man, that's mm. very true. Mm. Very true. A lot of lessons or a lot of things that grown-ups told you back then, you just you <laughs> wasn't trying to hear. I know I wasn't trying to hear nothing my stepdaddy said, but now yeah. just being grown and kind of being in them shoes that he was in, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I understand. I understand. All right, so you said something. I, I don't want to brush past mm-hmm. past this at all, but now that, now that you're grown, mm-hmm. right, and looking back on it, like you said, things your stepfather told you, what about it? Because I know we all go through it. Mm-hmm. We go through that being stubborn and like, no, I got it. Let's talk about this rushing to get grown. <laughs> I don't know why we do that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I tell, I tell you, when I young, when I run across like younger kids, um, like when they when they in their nineteens, twenties, I'm yo, chill, mm-hmm. relax, mm-hmm. learn. Like it's don't don't be in no rush to get old. Ain't nothing but bills and stress. For real, for real. So, um, I don't know why we do that, man. I don't know hmm. why. It's, I guess we equate grown-ups to freedom. Mm, that You know something? I think that might be it. Mm-hmm. Like, the free, but then it's the, the, the other question, freedom to do what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we think they got the freedom. They ain't got nobody telling them what to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, they can do whatever they want to. But man. they got a lot more responsibility when you get, you know, when you grown. That's man, that's so true, bro. I just remember, I remember a couple of stages in life, right? Like mm-hmm. I remember a teenager ready to go to college because I knew going to college mean I got a chance to leave my hometown, right? You know what I mean? And I love making, like, but I knew for what I wanted to do, I had to get up out of making. Most definitely, you know what I mean? So it was that part. And then there's the college part. Mm-hmm. Where That's it's an like, experience, yeah. It's like, man, college is like, you had them early years, college is fun, I'm having a lot of fun. And then you get to the point where it's like, man, I want to make some money. Yeah. So now it's time to like, I'm ready to graduate. Yeah. Then you graduate, and you're like, I really could <laughs> chill for like another two or three. <laughs> for real. I feel that, man. Yeah, man. It, it's just an experience. I, 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 I'm seeing it now, like with my daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's one and she's feeding herself for the most part and taking steps that's beautiful it is and a part of me was like man i can't wait till she actually like walking mm-hmm. but a couple of months ago i was like man you know th- this was a couple of months ago i was like, i can't wait till she actually can walk and right. now that she's like at the tiptoe i'm like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's moving quick it's, mo- it's moving super quick bro it's and like quick I, I say all that to say, like, your career, because we met three years ago. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, three years have, have went by pretty Extremely quick. Extremely fast. But I also know you've probably been through some things during those three years to help Most shape and, and grow. You said something to me when we had a conversation was um, about the album. I asked you to send me, like, a quote. Mm-hmm. And you were saying, like, this is, like, personal. And I, I don't want to misquote you, so I'm going to pull up. This, uh, exactly this would be YS? Uh... No, no, this was oh, so we, I forgot we didn't so we didn't talk about bro. Like oh, it's, nah, it's been, been that it's long. Been long. It's been a long time. It's been that long. So it's we we actually got time. another project. Like, so the barrier soul, <laughs> which the record with Fleetwood Fred is like windows down. Yes, sir. Bro, I play that record all the time. <laughs> like I love that record. Yeah, so yeah, shout out Fred, man, he came and laced me. Okay, so we got okay before we get to Eleanor. Like that's mm-hmm. cool. We got it. We got <laughs> we got a whole project that we didn't even talk about, bro. It's been this long, man. So. This was the project I remember when you 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 told me it was like, hey man, I'm getting ready to you know drop some new stuff, mm-hmm. and this was like a long wait waiting period for yes, you. It like, was. It was like maybe a, what a year or so, two. It was a it was a gap. It was a, a large gap because I moved there in June 2015, um, mm. and the project didn't drop until November 2017. So, but it's okay was already okay. out, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that, that, that long was, time, yeah. so uh, I was just I was literally just rolling. For about a year and a half, almost two years off of it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was a that was a gap. What what was the reason for the gap in the music? Just trying to figure out the new environment. You know what I mean? Coming from Texas to mm-hmm. Atlanta, um, the speed is different. Um, the vibe is different. 
it's uh, more opportunity here. So it's just trying to make the right moves mm-hmm. and just trying to. At that point, I was still trying to figure out um, exactly who I wanted to be as an artist. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So um, I knew who I was in Texas, but let me come here and see if it still translate. And if mm. not, let's adjust. So the whole time I was here when I first got down here, you saw me running around and doing a lot of stuff because I was really just studying the, the scene. You right. know what I mean? Just taking from everything that I could just to try to learn. And um, once I got down here and I seen that It's Okay was the one that they, had, uh, you know, that they gravitated to the most, my mind state was, okay, well, let's go back in and let's just, let's wrap the project around that mm. and make, stuff out of that okay. you know what i mean so that that's what took so long got you got you and now so th- that record it's okay right and that's the record i was telling y'all about them every time i hear to have to call my mom <laughs> but uh that record because la- the last episode uh, of the podcast we talked about defining your single right mm-hmm. and um how to define that and uh, looking at the data and all of that how how did you come to grips that that was the record that people were receiving uh well and you wanted to push it and frame the album, you know, around it. It's crazy because this is how crazy the game moves and how fast it moves. In 2015, I wasn't worried about streams. <laughs> I know nobody was. We wasn't really. worried about yeah. it. I was. I think. Um, I only think title was was around at that point. Title. I don't think title was around. No. Uh, Apple. Was Apple di- was. I think was. Apple and probably Spotify. Spotify was yeah. around for sure. And but if title was around, it was like probably brand new. Brand new. Yeah. 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 So I wouldn't. I wouldn't even focus on streams. The reason. Um, it's okay was the one that I felt like I needed to push was because of the, the actual going outside reaction. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I was doing a lot of shows, uh, anything I could get into, honestly. And that would be the one that was like, you know, after you get off stage, they come up to you and they like, yo, right. bro, I felt this one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so I was gauging it off of that, which I think is the, the most pure way to gauge it. People, um, people will let you know. They would definitely let yeah. you know. Now, I, and just being on stage performing, it's okay. Because I would, I would like to come out to it's okay because um, it being so personal, I can shake off the nervousness. Mm. You know what okay. I mean? Because okay. I'm, I'm, I'm letting people in um, from the gate. Yeah. So I'm comfortable now. But then after I did the other records, I was just, I felt like the energy in the room wasn't the same. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I took it up with it's okay. And mm-hmm. then doing the other records, it dropped. And I could feel that on stage. So. I was just like, okay, this the one for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. So let me go and create and be in this mind state. That's that's um that's that's an important piece mm-hmm. to being an artist. I, I I truly think like being able to gauge the audience and see like you know what these records are not working. Yeah, that's super important. I think artists are stubborn yes, at man. times and. That's hard to do mm-hmm. to realize that this record, as much as I, because you know it's a personal record for uh-huh. you. You wrote it, and you know you you probably had to produce it, cater the beat around it. Yeah. You did all of these things, and you get on stage, and it doesn't translate on yeah. stage, and it's just like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you got to figure out, like, you know what? It's just an album cut. Mm-hmm. Live in that space. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah, but it ain't meant to perform. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and knowing that. That that's special, man. Because, I mean, let's call it what it is. Like artists take a long time to figure that stuff out. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, we do for sure, for sure. Yeah. I felt like I took forever. You mm. know what I mean? Like I even um, taking that long to release uh, Barrier Soul was was it wasn't sitting right with me. Cause like before I moved here uh, in 2015, 2014, I had a project called Indu Time Three, mm-hmm. and. So from 2014 to November 2017 was the gap mm-hmm. of not releasing projects or whatever. So the, I, I sitting back was torture to me because I was just like, yo, I can't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know, you know, really what to do. I'm trying to get it right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, getting BYS out, out and giving it to the people and, you know, clearing my mind was the greatest thing that's probably happened mm-hmm. to me for sure. Around that time, musically, I'm trying to remember what was going on. Like, what was the temperature around which which Atlanta, which like Atlanta? Because I'm well, Bury Your Soul was what 2017, 2017. right? 2017. Yeah. So I'm trying to. Dang, what was going on? I mean, okay. 
Atlanta is, is definitely changing for y'all that don't know, right? I know a lot of people are trying to get here, and I'm going to tell you, just stay where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> you too much traffic. It's too, it's too much traffic, not even on, just on the roads, but in the music scene as mm-hmm. well. It's just, you know, and now that movies are here, it's really becoming like yes. a lot of traffic in the city. Um, but your music cut through, and I think the reason why it cut through is because for one, you're not from here. You're not trying to sound like you're from mm-hmm. Atlanta, which is the mistake that a lot of artists make. make they move yeah. here and try to, like, no, like, you just moved here because there's more opportunity for you. Facts. But you sound like you're from Texas. Man, I, and that, that's important for me <laughs> yeah. to keep that identity. Absolutely. Mad important. I remember when BYS dropped, um, people in the comments was going back and forth or whatever, and they was just like, man, I can't believe that he still sounds like he's from Texas because they, I guess – when wherever you go, people just expect you to adapt to what's mm-hmm. going on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember people just kind of saluting me like, man, I'm proud. I'm happy for you that you out there. But I'm also glad that you stuck to, you know, what you what you what you was doing prior, prior to right. moving out there. So. Right. That That's super important, man, to keep your identity, man, because I don't know. I'm, I'm going to take. <laughs> all right. So here's here's the thing, bro. Like. Like, okay, I do I do different things, right? So I, I have to toy the line of being a facilitator and mm-hmm. also toy the line of being an artist and mm-hmm. DJ and all of that. But one thing that I see is that shows when artists come from out of town, they come to Atlanta. Like, this is like, they, these can be art, like touring artists. Mm-hmm. They come from out of town and they think just because they're in Atlanta, they got to do turn up music. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the one thing that I have to stress to people is like, People in Atlanta can tell when you're not authentic. The same way if you're in New York, they can tell when you're not authentic. Same Boy. way when you're on the West Coast. Yes. We know, because we live here, we're in it. We know when this is not you. Yes. And it always, you see it. Uh-huh. It's like, bro, come on. Very true. This is not your music. Not at all. So the fact that you can do that, like, it's okay. Do a record like that where it's like a super vulnerable record where people just ain't going to talk about. I, be, I want y'all to go and listen to this record because... And I don't want to put no pressure on you, but this is like no, one of the greatest records you ever made. I'm just going to be <laughs> honest with you. Yeah, I think you know so. What I'm saying? agree. But it's the record talks about his brother who who's locked up mm-hmm. that he has to have to go through the stress of like, okay, number one, I miss my brother. Mm-hmm. Like I have to admit that I miss my brother, but also I low-key don't want my brother to come home until I accomplish my goal mm. because it's kind of like, Dang, bro, you've been, you been gone all this time, and I ain't really did anything. Mm-hmm. So th- there's the selfishness in that. Very. And then we go to the second verse where he's talking about his mother and just, like, his relationship with his mom. And it's just like, I don't talk to my mom enough. Mm-hmm. And I think just about – there's a lot of people who can relate to it. Even if it ain't their mom, their dad, there's somebody that they just don't talk to right. enough. And as busy as we are, we're never too busy to just – pick up and call yeah. for a minute. It yeah. could be a one minute phone conversation. Right. That's all you need. But you know what I mean? So that's what that's like. And then to open up a set like, okay, here, here this is me. Yeah. You it know what I risky. Mean? Yeah, it, it is. It risky. Is. Yeah. Super. But it's just like at the at the time, um, like I said at the time, that was the that was the best record that was working for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I find myself getting into different rooms with that record. So it was just like well, let's just ride the wave and let's just mm-hmm. see. You know what I mean? And every time, you know, when it start off, it start, you know, it start off slow, and then you know, I start the verse, and then the room just goes silent. Yeah. And that was the most peaceful place for me at the time because it was just like, I know they listening. Mm-hmm. I know they listening. Dead people looking at me, looking at me dead in the eyes, like no phones out, like. Oh man, that's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I know I got one with this, so I yeah. was just trying to, trying to add to it for sure. What what do you think you learned from that point of time moving to Atlanta in 2015 and is, is now going almost 2019? Mm-hmm. What have you learned the most about you as just like as an artist, not as a person, but as an artist? What do you think you learned the most? Um, I definitely learned not to force anything for sure. Mm. Um, as far as music is concerned. Um, it's a clear difference between what you want to make and what the people want to hear from you. Mm. Um, hmm. That's a real statement. Yeah, because I always thought, well, I like it. 
they should like it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just like we don't want to. We want we like it's cool, but we don't want to hear that specifically from you. You know what I mean? So coming to grips with that, um, just trying to stay uh, learning that if I'm gonna play the game, I need to play the game. You know what I mean? Like. I can't go into a new situation to a um I can't I can't go into a a, a basketball league mm-hmm. and try to change the rules. You know what I mean? Right, like right. y'all playing at this certain level, I got to come and adapt and play with y'all, mm-hmm. but I got to also put my game into the game. You right, know what I mean? Right, so right. just coming into terms with a lot of stuff, man. Like uh like this whole time I've been here, it's been a learning experience, it's been a um uh it's been fun, it's been just education, mm-hmm. but it's also been like a reflective type. Okay, just taking notes. You know what I mean? Like and just and just tuning up, tightening up until you know I get to the point. Which right now I feel like I'm at the point right now where it's just like, okay, I got it, mm. got it. Uh, there was a, a interview. Shout out to uh, this podcast. Um, Virgos know everything. Mm-hmm. They had Jazzy Faye um, mm. as a guest one time. Shout out Jazzy Faye. Shout out to Jazzy Faye. And uh, Jazzy Faye said, you know, people got the game all wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like we're in the record business. Mm-hmm. It's about making records. Mm-hmm. You can rap. That's cool. Yes. We need records. See, that's super important because I yeah, always man. thought I could skate by with just rapping good. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> and then you get to the point where it's just like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And I think it just goes to the fact that it's just like at this point, hip hop's been around for a, a little while now. Mm-hmm. We didn't heard a lot of great rappers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's nothing new that you can really do um to to just win us over just off lyrics alone. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you gotta you gotta add something to it. And um that that was a big lesson for me too. Mm-hmm. It's 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 one of those things where because I mean as rappers, you know, rappers wanna want they wanna get off and, and show people like, okay, you look. I can rap. I can rap. <laughs> and, and and don't get me wrong, like, you know, the, the people that are the, perceived at, at the top, they're all rappers. Mm-hmm. Like Kendrick and Cole mm-hmm. and, you know, Jay-Z. Most definitely. Rick Ross. These are rappers. These are rappers. These are rappers. But they are also rappers that know how to make records. records. <laughs> it's such important. It's such an important so balance, important, man. man. And, and I, I, I really think that that's the – I think artists spend their entire career trying to find that balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's not – it's not something that's going to come easy. It's going to take a lot of work, mm-hmm. but finding that balance, I, I really truly think that that's the difference between stopping at 30 hmm. and having a career well on when you're 50. Mm. You know what I mean? Like there's, Man, real. you got to find a balance. Yes, you do. You know, once you find that, cool. Yeah. Find, find a balance, find your audience and just find, that's another important thing. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't, they don't they don't know you know what i mean so yeah yeah finding the finding the the balance in uh creating the music and your audience i i agree with you 100 percent. do you know who your audience is at this point i yeah this over this past after bys um i kind of got a strong gauge mm-hmm. of who it is um and then with eleanor i kind of got a um an additional type of okay okay these people like it too, you know what I mean? So, yeah, most definitely. Find just, yeah, yeah, most definitely, bro. Finding that is, it took forever, but now <laughs> it's just like okay. So I, I need to talk to y'all. Anything else is extra. Anything else is extra. Mm-hmm. I will say, listening to both, you know, both projects, the Eleanor, I, I, I've seen you experimenting more. Mm-hmm. And it's experimenting and it's songwriting is mm. what I think that's the main difference. Like mm. I, I bury your soul like you were rapping mm-hmm. and you were telling a story. But Eleanor, you are legit like, no, this is songwriting. These are intentional hooks. Yes. You know what I mean? It's, I, I can sense the difference. You know what I mean? So. That's that's great. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely glad because going in that you know, as artists we got this man, I just wanna stay true to myself, true to myself thing. And sometimes doing that you can't grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just got to the point after BYS where it was just like, I want to have fun with it. You know what I mean? Like, 
making BYS, it was a it was a stressful time. I, people can hear it in the music. It mm-hmm. was you know it was, it was lows. It was a lot of lows. It was very little highs. Um, so it just put me in a in a darker space to the point where it was just like, man, let's just get this over with. Let's get it over with. Get it out, man. I'm tired of this. Mm. Um, and so after BYS got you know got out or whatever, you know it was like a, a weight being lifted from my shoulders to the point where it was like I could breathe again. I could. I got that over with. People like it. I'm glad. You know what I mean? But now it's just like, let me have fun with this again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like let me let me really have fun with it. And I think on Eleanor, um, what I've been what I've been hearing from people is just like, yeah, you sound like you in a, a better space. Having fun with your music. It okay, so it having fun seems like it should be an easy thing mm-hmm. to do. <laughs> it should be. Why why do you feel that it's difficult to have fun when creating music? I think um as an artist we get so attached to the seriousness of making it. Mm. I got to make it this year. I have to make it this year. Mm-hmm. I, last year was I I got to do this now. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to be with this person. We looking at other people making it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a we get in our own head with that, and in doing so, it becomes more serious, and it becomes more like work instead of um, just the, the 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 fun and <laughs> the um, the artistic side, genuine, organic that you already had from mm-hmm. the gate. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, um, I think yeah, we get caught up in that, and and the fun just withers away, and you got to try to find it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like once. I got to the point where I was just like, man, this shit gonna happen or it's not. I don't care. <laughs> no, you, I'm right, happy. Though. I'm living life. I'm, I'm right. I just came back, took my took my wife to the to Jamaica for her thirtieth birthday. I'm, oh, I'm living. I'm happy. So it's just like, once you once I got in that mind state, it's just like an open path, mm-hmm. like in my mind. So things start flowing just a lot quicker. Man, you you said something super important about trying to define making it and mm-hmm. putting a time stamp on making it Facts. um my wife and i we had a we had a, a great conversation probably about a couple about a month ago about this arena that i chose mm-hmm. versus traditional you know like we could go 15 years and don't know like we could just put all we could do literally is put in the work mm-hmm. and create. Yep. But we don't know when. No. Doctors know that I can go to school for four years, then do <sighs> do my four my extra four, did my residency, and then after that, I'm here. I'm in. You wow. Know, teachers know I can go to school, do this, I'm there. Uh huh. Lawyers know. Everybody has. It's a step by uh-huh. step. Like here's what you have to do. Once you hit these, we here. This field. It's not like I never thought about that. That's not like crazy. It. And it's one of the things where you you a have to have a little bit of I don't want to call it insanity, but you have to have some a, a super will to know that this is what you want to do because mm-hmm. you are literally every day doing something and don't know when the hmm. you don't know when it's going to catch. Not at all. Now you can figure out stuff in the meantime, but you don't know like I I DJ, right? Mm-hmm. So DJ I can I can kind of quantify that, but I still don't know. Like I can market yeah. and do all this, but people can be like, "Oh, cool! I, I got a cousin that DJ." Yeah, exactly. So you know, you, you just don't know. But everything else, I mean, now that's why I said part of it's a little bit insanity on us Most because we, we're doing some stuff we just don't know when it's gonna pick up. Yep. But we get super obsessed with making it, mm-hmm. and I love what you said about like. You had to let all that go, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Look, I just, I just came back from Jamaica with my wife. Mm-hmm. Like that's beautiful." Yeah, and prior to the the year uh, of doing that, that twenty seventeen was terrible. So, mm-hmm. um, coming into twenty eighteen and starting it off like that was it just just let everything go and it just let it vibe. I, you know what I mean, like. Like I said, it's either going to happen or it's not. I'm just going to continue to put in the work 
to you know try to make it happen but mm-hmm. i'm not pressed if it don't you know what i mean right, like right. i just want to i just want to have fun with the music again so yeah once i got into that mind state it just everything just cleared up and then it's just crazy how god work when you just stop stressing over the situation the, the blessings start coming even more mm-hmm. you know what i mean like right. they just yeah you just, we just, we just got to get out our own way sometimes yeah you i mean you know it's one of those things where you have to come to the grips like hey i can't control not at all. I can't control any of this. I can't make Jay Z sign <laughs> me. Like I can't. I can't go into a, 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 a arena, the Braves Stadium, and be like, "Hey, all y'all people, Philly sits right. up and watch me." I can't do that. Can't control that. Can't control it, man. You can just keep putting in the work, chipping away, and and, and eventually. Now you can have that that uh, the positivity and and the <clears throat> belief that you know is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But you just got to keep going. Mm-hmm. Got you. I, I always say, like, my personal testimony is, like, at 14, I came up with Straight Out the Den, right? Mm-hmm. 14. That's dope. But in my mind, Straight Out the Den was a, a music production company. Uh. 20 years later, people know Straight Out the Den for nothing to do with music production. <laughs> but at 14, yeah. my mind said the world would know Straight Out the Den as a music producer. Mm. And it's just like, can I be mad? I could, but mm-hmm. I'm still accomplishing the goal at 14 mm-hmm. was like, you know, something I wrote on a piece of paper right. is bigger than what I could have thought. And it's still growing. Like, it ain't nowhere near where it can be, but it's still there. It's and, still you know, it's, it's one of those things where we think we know, you know. I, I talked to a musician was just like, yeah, man, like, I wanted a, I wanted a major deal. And it's like, you know, it ain't happened. But then I learned, like, I can get paid off of, like, get my stuff in movies and commercials. Uh-huh. Hey, this person has a full-blown co- career. Off of just doing that. Off of doing that. They making, like, $150,000 a year off of just doing that. That sounds amazing. And don't nobody know who they are. Right. And it's just like, oh, I'm still accomplishing my goal. In these, in these <laughs> days, the people like that, that play the back, mm-hmm. or the, or like, held to high regard because it's like you still got your privacy you know mm. what i mean like you can still you can still go to target and you know yeah. shop you know what i mean and not have a problem so yeah yeah now i feel what you're saying on that have you have you thought about that like the day of <clears throat> once you become super recognizable to everybody have you thought about what that life is like a little bit um because I think just in doing it for as long as, you know, I've been doing it, I saw bits and glimpses of it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, having a whole, you know, wherever, all these people know you running up to you, but to experience that on a large level where it's all over the world, um, I have thought about it. I, I, I do think it's going to be exhausting, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, right, it's going right. to be a whole different change because uh, it's a whole new pace you know what i mean like okay i don't have to go to work today uh this is my job and you know i can't drive my regular car we got to drive this this all tinted suburban <laughs> suv and we can't go in the, through the front no more we mm-hmm. got to go in through the back and you know it's just it's just a, a whole nother lifestyle that's gonna be this a whole um just you know shock if mm. you will. So now nah, I've definitely thought about it before and I'm still, I'm, I'm insane. So I'm still going for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to ask my, my next question is, do you feel that you're ready for that, that moment when it, when it changes like that? I am now I am, mm-hmm. um, beforehand, I think I was always kind of skeptical. Um, but now, uh, yeah, I think I'm definitely me and my, the people that surround me, you know, mm-hmm. we definitely ready for it. Definitely. Gotcha. I think it's it's one of those things where you you it's it's weird, bro. Because I'm like I'm a super private person, <laughs> super private person, and um, you know I don't know. I, I have trouble. I ask that question because I have trouble answering. Mm. You know, I don't I don't really know. Like, uh, well, how does it feel like when you DJing? Well, see, here's also come up to you. Here's the life that I I chose. Mo- the majority of the things that I've chosen are in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, it, when we perform in Peyton America, don't nobody pay yeah. attention to the DJ. They're looking at cool uh-huh. performance. It's great. Yeah. That's, I don't care. Like, right. You know. I prefer that. Yeah. I prefer it. I prefer <laughs> that. Like, I, that, I'm 100% happy with that. That that doesn't bother me. Um, 
DJing is is a unique space though because it depends on the arena you DJing at. Mm-hmm. Um, weddings you get a lot of attention because everybody want to make requests. Most and it's definitely. Just like no, we're not. You know. Yeah. Saying? Clubs is it's cool because people just there to have a good time. They're right. not really worried about. You know, you don't get the the people running up making requests at clubs. At clubs, they don't they don't Unless do that. It's artists. Yeah, well, artists definitely. Yeah. Artists, you know, they definitely want their 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 music played, their songs played. Um, <laughs> but you know, as, as when when we're performing, it's cool because I've seen I've seen performances, I've seen the interaction, right? So mm-hmm. I've seen where people that don't don't know who paid America isn't that before we perform, we're just engaging with people talking. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when they talk to me, they think like, Oh, he's a part of the group. Mm-hmm. So, it's, and then I, I see the conversation, how it is before mm-hmm. to then once we off stage, it shifts to coop. And it's definitely. just like, okay, cool. I get it. Yeah. Cause they're looking at like, Oh, I thought you was the rapper. One yeah. of the rappers like, Oh, you're not rapping. You're just DJing. You All just, right, cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna talk to him. I'm, ha- I'm hey, happy. Yeah. I'm hey, happy. Cause that, you yeah. know, so I, I think I've set it up to where I can kind of enjoy both worlds. Um, That's a great space. You know, and, man, there's a quote by Andre 3000. He's number one, my top MC. But mm-hmm. on the very first album that I did, I found this. I don't even know where this sound bite is, but he said, man, that's why I love producers. Because they can walk, they can, they can walk around anywhere and hear people playing their music and nobody know who they are. Mm. I was just like. Yeah, yeah, you get me. Same thing. Yeah, same <laughs> thing with your yeah, songwriters as mm-hmm. well. Like, it's mad people that wrote your favorite records that just they write next to you. Don't even know. Don't even know. But you know, the same thing can be said about these tech guys. Yeah, some people that exactly yeah, all of these apps on your phone. There's somebody yeah. sitting there creating all of this stuff, and you don't know who they are. Yeah. So you know, but it goes back to that insanity, bro. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> you gotta For sure. You you gotta have a little bit of insanity, man, to to really you know want to make this. Your your career path, your yeah, career choice. Um, what was the deciding factor for this? Because this is a shorter project. This is really like an EP, mm-hmm. right? Why not full length this time around? I just don't think people's attention span is that um, is that long anymore. Ten songs, ten songs on BYS. Um, I think it was kind of lengthy mm. for today's climate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's just, and it's sad, but it's just like, if we see an artist drop an album now and it's 18 songs, we, we damn near, <sighs> like, I don't know if I really want to, this is a, this is a, <laughs> they gotta be your favorite artist, bro. Yeah. 18 records. This is a, um, Man, that's this is a commitment. You know what I mean? That is so it's sad. It's very sad. But it's true, though. It's very sad. So it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, now we to the point where 12 is like, Ugh. you know what I mean? So it's just like, my thing was, and especially how I'm creating now, mm-hmm. um, I got a lot of records, like probably 30 or, or more. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give them all away at the, at the same time. You know what I mean? Just because, um, like I said, the attention span is shorter or whatever. And the shorter projects, you know, especially if they're really, really good, they get a lot of, you know, the replay value, replay value. of it. So it was just studying the game, just seeing, um, man, it's a lot of artists dropping EPs now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, these albums come um, few and far in between. You know what I mean? Like, people throwing out a lot of singles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like... <laughs> It's just noticing that type of change in mainstream artists mm-hmm. and just kind of following suit. You know what I mean? So it's just like, okay, cool. I think six is good. Six yeah. is 22 minutes. That's a, that's a drive for some people. That's a, a lunch break. That's a, yeah, a you know, right. something. So I mean, so it might be your, your time on the treadmill. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's just like, all right, cool. We're going we're gonna to stay at that space. And I, it's, it's working, unfortunately, because it's like, you know, the album might be, do you think the album is dead? Um, <clears throat> no. Okay. But how can I frame this? The album is not dead for the people that have the proper amount of money to give the right attention mm-hmm. to the album. If you're an indie artist, 
man, giving people over over ten songs is it's rough. That's it's rough to do. Really giving people over over like five or six, man. Yeah. Like honestly, it's it's rough. You can put out an album, and I, okay, so I'll say this. As an indie artist, if you're gonna put out an album, you need to have the intent to be like, okay, I'm working this album for the next two to three years. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And I know people ain't gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? Because like, your I mean, just the way we talk about customers' attention span, mm-hmm. your attention span is short too. Most definitely, especially creating the content. You are already tired of it. Tired of it. Tired of it. But it's like you gotta you gotta keep working this because you don't like if you ain't got the the money. To really give an album the proper attention, you probably shouldn't create an album. Mm-hmm. EPs, three to six songs, man. Like, it's still that's that's still that's a sweet spot mm-hmm. that you can you know for the most part. If you got five to six songs on a project, you more than likely can come up with the right budget to shoot a video for just about every song on exactly. the project. You gotta you know a little money to the side to where you can you know shoot the the, the proper blog placements and mm-hmm. Spotify playlist, um, yeah. playlists and you know all of that but once you start talking about 10 records yeah it get a little it's a lot it, yeah it get a little yeah it get a little a little crowded because people's attention span and the, the rate at that people are dropping music like do you notice now like on the release days Bruh. it's like 10 people dropping that you might be interested in listening to you and know the, what I mean like the, the sad part is you don't get to nah. get through them Nah, that's something that I wanted to listen to. I still haven't got a chance to. Like um, this past, what was this? So I know we, um, let's see. We are, we're time stamping this, but no worries. <laughs> um, but okay, so this past week, YFN Lucci came out. Yeah, oh, yeah, he dropped a new one. Lil Dirk. Yeah, I'm just naming albums. It ain't, it ain't necessarily albums I want to listen to, but I'm just giving you. So you got YFN, Lucci, Lil Durk, Trippy Red, uh-huh. Too Short, uh-huh. Jordan Hollywood, Neff the Pharaoh, yep. Diggy dropped the album. Oh yeah, I did see some of that. Thing, yeah. Imagine Dragons Day. Like uh-huh. I mean, and this is all like one week. Yeah, and then the week prior it was Takeoff and Her. Her and um. Who else came out? Uh, what's his name? Moneybag Yo. Moneybag Yo came Much, out with Metro Boom and dropped a price. Metro Boom, yeah, all like on the a same lot day. Of, man, that's like it did. And, and see, here's the here's the crazy part about that. Back in the day, it was you would know when an album was coming out because mm-hmm. people at least was promoting it at least for like a month or two in advance. Mm-hmm. Like at least now you don't know because it don't make sense for. Okay, indie artists don't get this wrong. For you, it makes sense to. Push and push and push and push. But when you sign to a major label, it doesn't make sense for a major label to put a two-month promo push on your no, album. it doesn't. We're not going to get a return on that, bro. No. We're going to drop your album on that day, it yeah. come out, and then we're going to work backwards. And then we're going to forget, as the listener, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, such and such did say he dropping mm-hmm. a month ago. He did say that. We didn't forgot by the end because all these artists have come and dropped music. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's oversaturated. It's... Um, a lot of music is underappreciated, mm-hmm. for sure, because it's so much of it. You know what I mean? So much. And it's like, I think for indie artists, the the three to the three to six is the best spot. I'm not so. even mad at the, cause Push Daytona album was seven. Mm-hmm. I love that album. Yeah. Freddie Gibbs, Freddie was eight. I'm, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm cool with that. I'm cool, I'm cool with, with that, that too. Yeah. When it start getting into, especially if I don't know you. Um, if it's, when it start getting into the nine, ten, that's the key right there. Yeah, and don't above, know you. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm not familiar, and I, yeah. I want to get familiar, but mm-hmm. I think, I think the best way, um, it it ought to be like a you know a sample platter when you go into mm-hmm. a grocery store or whatever. You know, I go, what's that product right there? And they got it for you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it's a small dosage. You know what I mean? They not they not handing out whole pizzas <laughs> in the in the in the in the grocery store. You know right, what I mean? Right, They're giving right. you a you know okay this this is a corner of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you want it. Want the rest or want more? You know what I mean. You can. There you go. We look into that. That's. I mean that. I think that's where we're at. Um, I would truly uh, encourage indie artists at this point, man. Only do singles and EPs. Honestly, I, I agree. Um, and I like agree. I said, if you if you are putting out an album, then you have to make sure you have like. So I give I give one artist an example of an artist who putting out an album that 
I can appreciate him putting out an album, Indie Artist. Go by Milestone. I don't know if you he, – he was around. You've probably seen him at PAG. Um, but <clears throat> Milestone has been around for a while. Okay. He hasn't released a, a full-length album yet. Mm. But he's been around for some years. Okay. And so what he was doing, he was going around. He's just been performing. So he's been performing records that you can't get. <laughs> you know mm. what I mean? He's been performing I about these that records. When I first moved here too. He's performing That's these hard. records and like so you fall <clears throat> in love with these records that you've seen him perform but you've never you can't have you can't have them. And so his album is coming out on November 27th mm-hmm. called Trip. So for the past probably like the past uh, month he's just been releasing a, a song every week. That's hard. And so when the album get here, now you you got the whole album uh-huh. here. Uh-huh. And so for him, I, I get that because he pretty much been promoting the album. For years. For years. Yeah. Like the first podcast we did, he talked about this album. That's so crazy. It's been, you know what I mean? So I get that. That's a dope. That's a dope uh, you know what strategy. I mean? And for him, it, it was, it's, you know, you the only the only drawback is you're just getting people frustrated with when the music gonna come. <laughs> That's the only thing. But yeah, you got people interested. Yeah, the interest is high. So I love what he did. But if you ain't playing the being a long haul, that's like a four or five year plan that he was working yeah. on. And, you know uh, what yeah, I'm and they not we're not trying to do that. They're not yeah. trying to do that these days. They like, like I know, I know mad artists that's just like, yeah, my project come out Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then by the next Wednesday after the project drop, they done promoting. You know what I mean? Over like with. they done pushing it, and <laughs> it's just like, and especially if you giving out. 12, 13 records. It's just mm-hmm. like, you wasted your time. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, I, we was laughing because, uh, like, you know, Victory Lap came out in January, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, <laughs> Nip just put out a little snippet video of him shooting. A, he, he got the video shot for the intro. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I put it in the group chat and my homeboy, uh, my dog, Tawan Hall, he was just like, uh, man, why? Like, <laughs> he did drop visuals for everything, but it's just like, that's the commitment that you have to have in giving people a full-length album, especially mm-hmm. if you want to want them to keep revisiting it. You know right. what I mean? Like, just, you know, it's constant content. And as indie artists, I know the budgets ain't like that. You know what I mean? Like, right. to keep to keep getting video, unless you got an in-house video guy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Then then you smooth sailing. But if you gotta come out of pocket every time you gotta pay for a video, you know what I mean? Like at the at the least you spend it five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which which goes to um indie artists, find find that kid. Like, I mean, we this is true engagement, right? This is what you could do. This is just a quick gem. Right now, just go on your social media. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, do I have any fans out there that 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 does photography or any fans out there that shoot videos? Mm-hmm. DM me. Mm-hmm. Keep it open ended and yep. go from there. Because a lot of times, what you'll do, you'll find it's just people that just want to do stuff, just like yeah. they really want to help you. Yep. Build a relationship with that person. Don't just use them. Build a relationship. <laughs> with right. Them. Tell them. Be honest. Like, look, man, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I don't have it. But I love what you're doing. Can you? Can we work on this? Can you be a part of the team? And right. Let's build this up. And once you have something like that, now you got somebody on your team that not only are they fine tuning their skills, but they're also helping you. Yep, y'all exactly. working together. Y'all helping each other. Y'all now, helping each other. Now man. you got a video guy on your team that you can shoot videos for man. at any given point. In time. Been looking for a constant video guy for ten years, man. Yeah. I mean, and, and it takes time because it takes time. You're you're also in a space now where. Everybody feel that they can do, mm-hmm. you know, and is and and on the flip side of that, everybody ain't gonna be willing to be like doing it for free. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are very entitled now. Most definitely, and you know, I, I partially I get it. Like you see the equipment in here, this stuff was collected over years. Yep, yep. Now all I need is an inbox, a laptop, mm-hmm. mic. Yep. I can record my whole album just like this. Yeah, we can get to it. That's it. And it's hard to tell people the importance of an engineer when they can go out and spend fifteen hundred dollars and and be like and do it they sell. Do it they sell. Yeah, it's it's you know what I mean. And so it's the same thing. Like if somebody go out and invest the time and money and the equipment, they think like, okay, I got to get paid immediately, and it's like. Yeah, I feel you, mm-hmm. but no. That's not how it works, man. <laughs> you got you to gotta put in some work. Yeah, you, you got to pay dues. And I don't think, 
kids of the younger, the newer generation, I'm I'm on the fence because I I like the attitude mm-hmm. of I can do it myself now, mm-hmm. but also you do got to put in you got to put in your work. You know gotcha. what I mean? Like you got to pay you got to pay your dues, man. Like you can't just you can't just come in my first song, tell the label cut me a million. It's not gonna <laughs> it's not, it don't work like that. You know what I mean? It don't. It don't. It don't work like that. Unfortunately, it's hard to show people that too because you. I mean, it's all of our fault because mm-hmm. we only show people the good on social Most media. Definitely. Like we don't show them the down and outs. So people legit think people record a record and then two months later they own. It's like, no, nah, he just erased his SoundCloud from the past five years. <laughs> <laughs> You feel me? So like, no, you only seeing like this song they put out th- three months ago. Yeah. But no, I only been he been a member of SoundCloud for five for years. Five years. You yeah. know what I mean? You so a lot of, yeah, the rebrand for in this oh, generation man. is so easy. Just the easiest. And I've, I mean, I've I fell victim to it too. Like mm-hmm. we we've deleted Instagram posts. Yep. And, you know. Same. But it's like, in the grand scheme, bro, it don't matter. Yeah, like, nah. People gonna catch on when they catch on, and some people want to scroll back and see where you was and at. See, I think, and I think that's important. Yeah, I think that's important to keep them. You know, keep them YouTube videos up mm-hmm. when you shot the first video with your homeboy and the camera angle was bad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, to getting a uh, having a budget and actually shooting with people who shoot with you know bigger artists. Right, right, having right. that. Um, yeah, just it's important to see the story. Everybody wants the story to be glitz and glamour from the beginning. You gotta show days, it. And it's just it's it's not like that's not reality. Like you got some videos on your on your YouTube that probably got like two hundred views. Keep them on there. Keep bro. them on there. Like them views will go up eventually. It's content at the mm-hmm. end of the day, like you said. People want it. That's a part of the story. Most definitely. And I I, I definitely think that artists, creators all around, glorify the the good and don't want to tell the the full story. Right. And you know, I mean that comes with with time. But I, I think people need to. I I personally never pass over the PAG period of, of like, because we went from PAG to festivals. Mm-hmm. Like, that's important. That PAG was great. That PAG, was PAG to me is, like, we're going to do VH1 mm-hmm. down the line, and PAG, yeah. we're going to have to talk it's about PAG. Yeah, got to be in there. That's, that is something that, without a shadow of a doubt, and if you go through and look, like, I just happen to look, Oh, scroll down and look on, on some stuff and, and look at some of the earlier bills. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll tell you, on one show, we had Clay James, mm-hmm. who's, you know, he signed with Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. now. We had uh, Fresh Ali, who's been working with Jermaine Dupri now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are, this is a bill. This was like one show where That's all of these hard, people man. are like ascending right now. Yeah. We had Deontay, Deontay Hitchcock on the uh, show. Yeah, said, yeah. He signed the RCA right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've had um, Michael Aristotle and Willie Hendricks. They mm-hmm. working with Missy now, bro. That's hard. Like, you, you know man. what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a part of the story. Like, people are are growing, and right. you have to you have to see that, and you can't really you can't run away from that. And mm-hmm. I I don't know where we got to where we we run away from the early part of of stuff but we gotta we gotta get back to that most definitely we gotta get back to that so with, with this album with this ep mm-hmm. i don't even want to ask you what's next i want to ask you what's next for for this okay not what's next after this mm-hmm. i want to know what are you doing next for this album for this, this EP. ep um Man, so we we getting we getting re- getting ready to shoot the uh, first visual. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going with to the fullest the intro. Um, mm-hmm. Getting ready to do that, man, and just just been on a lot of like a lot of runs as far as promoting the project. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I'm, I'm sitting here with you. We, I just came back from New York. Uh, we went to Power 105. Dope. Had dope. an interview up there um, uh, for for a segment they got called On the Radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Gabe. And uh, went up there, did that, did a freestyle, and um, man, just 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 spreading the word, you know what I mean? Like, just just moving it, you know what I mean? So just a lot of lot of heavy promotion. Um, uh, shout out to C Hendo uh, back home, man. I've been trying to get it, get a lot of the records into the uh, uh, Mavericks organization. So we, we've been doing a lot of stuff like that. Just just using every connect, um, just building, branding, promoting heavy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just just trying to keep the content current and new you know what i mean right so, right right 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you do hear my daughter in the background, <laughs> uh, she likes to make her presence known from here and there. So I uh, do apologize. We record the Straight Out the Den podcast in the den of my in home. The so den, uh, you will hear some things in the background every now and then. So just want to go hilarious. ahead and throw that. I don't want people to just be like, man, that's good. I swore to hurt a kid. Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's real life, man. It's real stuff that's going on. Um, I, 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 do, I ask you that question, honestly, because... I just feel like it's super cliche nowadays for people like, yo, so man, what, what you got next? And <laughs> I mean, what I just dropped this six track yeah. EP like, and that's yeah, like all, less than a month ago. Yeah, what do you like, mean? What's what next? You, what are you doing next? That's how I mean. It's the the pace of things so fast. It's so fast. Like no, I ju- I just you know I just put the last six months of my life yeah into this into this yeah yeah man so okay. Okay, she want my daughter really wants to come in here right now. She's she's doing it, you know. So I I I just think it's super important to give any project you do a full life cycle. Right. She wilding. Yeah, she is. She is. <laughs> um. So yeah, but um, I'm trying to think. What where, where did I want to go with that? My daughter's actually throwing me off right now. She really <laughs> throwing me off. Um. But yeah, no, I, I I just think that's super important, man, to to give a project a full life cycle. Whether that and mm-hmm. honestly, that's up to you to determine what, what that life cycle it's is. It's always in our know. hands with that. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not saying you got to be on the album for four years, but you know, if you got a song like I, I'll personally say to you, like, dude, don't stop performing. It's okay. Yeah, for like, sure. Just for sure, for sure. Like I seen you say that the other day about man, artists giving up on records too. They give up on records too quick. Like a yep. record like it's okay. What's what'll happen is, right? Two years from now, yep. a label is gonna see that song got like three million plays. Mm-hmm. Oh yo, that's that's okay, hold on. We might can work with that. Mm-hmm. Now they don't know that the song is like yeah. came out what, twenty fifteen? Yeah. But it's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And what they're going to do is put money behind that record. Yep. And now you got to go out and perform a record that's five years old. Yep. And guess what? Your core is going to be like, man, that song old. Yep. We see it happen every, All the every time. artist. Every artist is just like, man, y'all don't, man, I've been rocking with that. That song old, man. But guess what? You're one out of three billion people, people. whatever. So exactly. It's, it's always new to somebody else. Always. Always new to somebody else. And you'll be amazed, man. Like when, when records, when a record is really a hit, you it's a difference. Mm-hmm. This ain't. You might have a regional buzz record. That's cool. Mm-hmm. When that hit record comes, when, hit. <laughs> when the record really hit and <laughs> people in Wyoming know your song, yeah. like that's when you know, like, okay, yeah. Yeah, we're in a different space. Yeah, we're in a different space. Like now, I you telling me I can go, I can go to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and pick up a bag. <laughs> that sounds lovely. <laughs> And get some good food. And get, uh, is the food good? The food's good in New Mexico. I don't know, but I'm guessing. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm guessing. Texas got some good food. I, Texas I told you I went amazing. to Houston. Um, oh yeah, yeah, you was just yeah, out there, yeah. right? I was just out there. Houston, Houston is cool, man. man. Houston's cool. It's just super spread out. I, I yeah, did, it is. I needed to know that I, I should have had a car. Yeah, it's it's very similar to Atlanta. Very yeah, what yeah. I was just Very like, similar. yo, like, what's really going on right now, bro? Like, it's, <laughs> it's like <laughs> and we was on the north side. Like, yeah, we were. We were pretty far away from everything, honestly. Didn't know that. Didn't know it at all. But Houston, I'll be back. Man, each time. Yeah. So um, I, I know we, we coming up to a close, but it, it's um, a couple of things that I wanted to make sure that, that I got from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, where do you see yourself? Like this is, I want you to really think about this. Like, but where do you see yourself in six months? Mm. Right now, six months. We're talking about 2019. 2019. Six months would be, what is that? Uh, like April, May, I think. April, May. Um, six months from now, me and my wife will probably be gearing up to travel somewhere out of the country. Mm. Um, musically, I'll, the phone should be ringing a lot. Just because um, everything that we got set up in place now before Eleanor dropped is coming in, into fruition. Mm-hmm. And um, it's definitely going to be more content. And um, 
it'll be similar to now, but probably a faster space, mm. faster pace. You know what I mean? So, um, most definitely, I think I think it'll be it'll be something like that. Maybe some songwriting things gotcha. in the works too. Gotcha. Because I, and I'm glad you said that earlier about Eleanor making sound like you know legit songwriting. Yeah. Because that I, th- I always felt like that was my problem. That's that's definitely I I heard it like because you you know from time to time. I have relationships already. They send me music before. Okay. <laughs> just want to put that out there because you know sometimes it, it happens. Like I try to keep quiet or something. I don't want to sound like braggadocious, but like right. I've had some some albums super early. Uh-huh, you know what I mean? Super sure. early. And um, I know I, I had played. But you sent me like maybe like three or four records. I think mm-hmm. something like that. I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you got one with that one mm-hmm. right there. I, th- this is definitely one. And and I heard it. Instantly, it was just like, okay, he's in songwriting space. This mm-hmm. is the mode of, I'm I'm trying to, I could tell on this project, even though you talk about a place that is um, important to you, right? you are trying to get the entire world to come and visit Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas, and go to Illinois. Most definitely. I can hear that in just the songwriting. Cause, and and the, the melody choices and all of that, it feels like, Okay, I want y'all to see where I'm at. Right. But I also know that in order to get y'all here, y'all got to at least be entertained. Right, exactly. Can't know. just bore y'all to death no more. No, no, no. I mean, as much like, as I would like to, I can't. can't it's like, man, it. you can rap all day long, bro. Yeah. But like, uh, I, yeah, I need some a little bit more than that. You know what I mean? So that that that's the thing. So the last thing I want to do, mm-hmm. it's called Three Lazy Questions. Okay. So I'm going to ask you three simple questions. They're okay. very lazy questions, but <laughs> I want you to give me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. So the first thing is, what influences you? My wife, for sure. Um, just the constant, you know, support in the corner, push mm-hmm. uh, to keep going. You know, um, she always she recorded me, so she always trying to she always trying to work. Now she she just took on another job as photographer, mm-hmm. so okay. uh, she you know she get me right on the pictures. Um, and it's just looking at somebody every day and knowing that I need to, I got I can't quit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's 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 probably the main motivation. Got you. Number two, question number two. Your earliest memory of hip hop. It would have to be riding in the car with my mama, listening to uh, "How My Name Is" by Eminem, <laughs> um, and I could. I, they didn't let me listen to rap like that, mm-hmm. but um, when I was riding in the car with her and she heard that record, she would let me listen to that. Mm. Terrible choice, as a parent. <laughs> I was like, that's now the one. Back. I was like, that's the way you love. The edited version made it sound like it was the hook, man. Hi, yeah, my name is. Yeah, oh, the yeah. edited version made it sound like it was friendlier than it was. But boy, I mean, the that first bar, high kids, you like violence. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it, yeah. But yeah. she let me, she let me rock with that one, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, I would just be happy every time I heard it. Oh man, that's good. That's good. I wasn't expecting that at all. I wasn't expecting that at all. All right, look. So, final question, man. What would you, if you could change anything about hip hop, what would it be, and why? Man, that's a good question. That wasn't too late. That was kind of like yeah, that was a real one. Yeah, that, that was, was a little that's joke a for you, baby. good one. If I could change anything about hip hop, <sighs> it would probably be the um. I would like to change the 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 fraudulent numbers mm. is what I would like to change. Mm. I, I would like to change it to where platforms that we hold to a high standard can't be manipulated, like Spotify, mm-hmm. um, um, YouTube, SoundCloud. And the reason I would change that is because it's just important to um, – it's important to see your growth or to see what you've done uh, organically. You know mm. what I mean? Like, if I go and buy 2 million streams to make it look like I'm popping and then I get booked for a show and nobody comes, 
you know, I get looked at a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, you lied. You you fudged the numbers. You know what I mean? And I just feel like, I mean, you know, being in this, you know, you mm-hmm. know when things get, you know, done. I mean, it's a lot of things that people thought that you can't buy that you can buy. Mm-hmm. And then when it's bought, the artist walks around with their chest poked out. Mm-hmm. And it's just not real. You know what I mean? It's not um, for kids or people that's trying to get into the music industry. Um it, it it's it's a wolf ticket, mm. you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a false hope. So that would be that would be one of the things that I would change. Just everything would have to be um, real. Everything everything can't be smoke and mirrors. That's right. the one thing I would change. Right. That's 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 good. That's, <laughs> real good. that's real good. Well, look, man, this is uh this has been a straight out the damn podcast. Uh, Two timer, the deputy, yeah, Dallas Fort Worth, Texas, man. Um, I'm proud of you, bro. Man, thank you so much, Real, bro. Like, Same. I, I really remember that fr- that initial introduction. I remember that night, and just to see where you're at now, like there's that's real progression. Um, so yeah, keep going, man. Um, but look, as always, if you guys have a dream, pray on that dream, mm-hmm. research that dream, and work until that dream becomes reality. I'm last name good at a straight out the damn podcast. This is the deputy. That's my daughter in the background crying. <laughs> 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 we'll see y'all next week, man. Yeah.